If you missed the first part of the interview with Juliet C. Abodo, also known as Million Dollar Hypnotist on Instagram, be sure to listen to it because it's all about how she reclaimed her personal power during her Saturn return. I think it's a very common theme for women and women of color to really find their voice during this time and to understand what their values are, what their boundaries are, and really start enforcing them, <laughs> making themselves known to themselves and to others, and really starting to see a strong transformation of self, a solidification of their identity. And in this episode, we're actually going to talk about how Juliet like rebranded, re-energized hypnotism. Because before I really encountered Juliet's work, I thought hypnotism was kind of kitschy, you know, <laughs> like all the things you see on TV and the way that people had shared it with me, like even early on in Woo Woo Company, I remember a hypnotist had like approached me, but I don't know, she just didn't really have that energy that made me really excited about the possibilities and the potential of using hypnosis to help me reprogram my subconscious and help me really kind of um, shift my mindset. And so Juliet really describes how when she went through all these certifications for hypnosis and how she first started to practice it, share it with people that she was kind of laughed at. People didn't really take it seriously, but she held the course. She believed in it. She believed in how it changed her life. And so you got to believe it before others believe you <laughs> because you're the visionary. And so she just started sharing these things and really just built momentum, built clients, built her reputation and really gave hypnosis a a facelift <laughs> or rather i don't want to use that like term a facelift but really kind of brought like breathed life back into this modality and this tool so juliet is also an nlp master practitioner and trainer and if you aren't familiar with nlp if you're not uh familiar with hypnosis you're going to learn all about that during this episode and start to understand how your subconscious, your unconscious plays a role in really your life, everything that you do and the different ways that you can start programming it. Because if you have really dreamed big things for yourself, if you wanna manifest really incredible things into your life, but you've been hitting some roadblocks, 100%, it's something to do with your subconscious and your unconscious. Your beliefs that yes, mentally you think one thing, but in the background, your operating system is like completely different set of beliefs and probably the opposite. Okay, enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. So I want to talk about your spiritual awakening. Did you did you experience this through, you know, when your Saturn return happened? Um, you know, kind of, you know, what happened in your Saturn return? And was that when the spiritual awakening happened? Was that kind of like the shift of getting into this type of work? Yeah. During my Saturn return, I actually got hit by a van. 
So it was like, my oh, God. You, <laughs> yeah. Yo, you got one of those messages. Yeah. <laughs> it knocked me. Like, that was, it was like, because I was very, I was not paying attention. I was just really in survival mode, just staying late at the office, um, having these very mouse level goals, just trying to hit my, my numbers and sales and everything until I left work late one day and I was walking across the street and I got hit by a van. And it was so strange because it wasn't like final destination or something. It was just yeah. like, I'm, I'm looking at the van coming at me and I'm like, does he see me? Yeah, it's and then split second stop. Yeah. Slow-mo. Yeah. And it was like, clearly he did it. And I remember thinking to myself, nope, I guess not. And oh. just, <laughs> just, Here we go. Here we go. And I, and as I was like flying through the air and I was like, I'm not ready. Not now. Not now. I'm not ready. Mm. And then I landed and I was just like, like I would, I didn't know where I was, what was happening. And when I woke up, I just saw like a firefighter, I think, I don't know. I haven't. And then he was gone. I don't know who this person was, mm. but he looked at me and he was like, he like nodded his head, like, okay, it's time. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and so from then on, it was like, I was awake, but I didn't mm. know. I still, I didn't have any direction. So I did, I no longer was head down. My head was up and I was looking around and I was no longer sure of everything I was sure about before. Like mm. I knew exactly what I needed to do. I knew exactly what to focus on, but then everything kind of just like scrambled. And so my life changed so drastically from the ages of 20, 28 and 31. It was so different. I became, I really did become a different person because I was very confident, very sure, you know, of, of what I, you know, I'm a Capricorn moon, Leo sun, Gemini rising. I was oh just like, God. you know, just I, like. We share similar placements. I'm a, a Leo sun and a Capricorn moon. I see you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, you know, like, it's just like, you know what you have to do. You like, I already, I know what I have to do, so I'm going to do it. But then I was like, I don't know what I have to do, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then it's just like, what is this? And then I was crying more, you know, like, that was very unusual for me. Capricorn so, moons don't yeah, like that. We yeah. just explain our feelings and we're like, why do we feel the feelings? Make it go away. Exactly. And I just could not figure out. And so I, I started to like make really rash decisions and but it it ended up working out because one day i was i was presented with the offer for a higher paying job but i would have to move to new york or i would have to move to new york or it would work in new york and i was just like what i was working in new jersey at the time and that just seemed like a lot for me but the recruiter was just like just do it, just take it. And so I went and I met with the founders and it was the very first time that people, like the company I worked for was a Microsoft partner. So it was bigger. And it was just like, I was just one of the people on the sales team and sales team, they saw sales team as like dumb jocks that just know how to, you know, finesse stuff. You know, they didn't see them mm -hmm. as smart. Like they, I have my science background. So I was, uh, I was the only woman on the sales team and only uh, black woman on the sales team. Only like everyone was a white male, essentially. Uh, <laughs> so, like a lot of things in life. You're like, yeah, great. 
Yeah. (laughs) And it is like, and Juliet. (laughs) So they were just, so I was just like part of the, they called it the bullpen. So I was just like sales. But when I went to meet this, these founders, they told me their story. They took me to dinner. They're like, we really want you. And it was like the first time, like any, like I was wooed, you know, Mm. and sales was important. They knew how important I would be. And so I made, I made the, the leap and it was just so different. I felt like Ariel, like just getting my <laughs> legs, you know, trying to figure it out using a fork to comb my hair because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it was very, very different because I was very used to just um, being the worker bee, not the queen bee. Oh, it was it was your Leo son coming in hot. Yeah, exactly. Because I was always like, even if if a friend with the friend group that I had, the smart one, you know. Um, And Mm -hmm. then I started to kind of start. I started making more money, so I started to like shop more. And I was, and then I moved to finally moved to New York because commuting was too much, and I was just really coming to my own. I and then some of my friends that I had at the time, they were like, you know what? Ever since you moved to New York, you just act like your shit don't stink. And it was just me kind of just like (laughs) standing up and literally just me saying like, I can't do this or I don't want to do that, you know? And I just Mm. started to start to see like how I was really, really playing small, even Mm. though I, I, I felt more confident in what I had to do. I wasn't really, it was just, I had, I just had my orders. I wasn't, it was just, it wasn't confidence. It was just orders. I knew what I had to do. Mm. So now I was in front of the pack. I was, I was in charge of the th- my life and the things I wanted. And I started to make choices that really benefited me without thinking of other people. And so that was the beginning of Juliet Ciaboto. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it makes a lot of sense with a Libra and Saturn. Libras always are in balance. And sometimes more often than not, they care about what others think and others needs before their own. Yeah. But it was really about you kind of stepping into your power and even just in very small, subtle ways of like, hey, I don't want to see this movie. I don't want to do this. And they're like, why? Like, you always want to do this now. And and just from an external point of view, like, oh, now she has like a, a better job. She lives in New York. Things are different. People would assume it's that. But in fact, it's really the other way around. <laughs> yeah, because I literally nearly lost my life because of people pleasing. I everyone left the office. I stayed at the office for brownie point, you know, and, and I was a, I'm a former Girl Scout, too. Like I was. Mm-hmm eldest daughter of African parents, like mm. I was born yeah. to people please. Like the power that I had as a toddler, just like, it just d- was diluted, you know? Mm. And it was just like, it was tamed. And I just was just coasting and I nearly lost my life. And so the, the, the firefighter that I saw was looking at me was like, girl, get up. Like, no, <laughs> like it's time. It's, it was just like, it was so weird. It was like, he didn't say anything. And it was just like, he didn't belong. Do you in- think that it was not someone who was actually there? It could have been like a spirit or a kind of like an extension of your own mind. Yeah. Cause I didn't see him anywhere else. Like he was just God. 
Mm. And 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 he. I just feel looked, it when you first mentioned it. I felt like a lot of shivers in my body, and I was like, "Ooh, this is like a little bit spirity." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he just he kind of like he, he didn't look real. Like it was kind of just like he's like I'm pretending to be a human. This is how humans are. Like Mark Zuckerberg kind of. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh my god i totally understand yeah <laughs> yeah like hey girl do not do that anymore okay so it was just like a head nod like you got it like you get the message you get the point i'm like yeah i get the point shit <laughs> and so and if this was on kind of like a light tap on your body you said you flew yeah i flew and and it was it was like but it, it and so I had a herniated disc, but I pretty much like I was fine, even though I got That's hit crazy. by crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just like, girl, like, can we get your attention? <laughs> this is how we have to get your. I attention. mean, a lot of that stuff happens like during a Saturn return, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, it's it's a spiritual awakening. It's a dark night of the soul. There's, you know, there's just so many things happening. But then, of course, like your purpose becomes unlocked as you begin to understand your bearings of the world you're in but of of yourself i think it's so easy to be on autopilot like we have these operating systems that you know we don't even know unbeknownst to us that's already within us and then what you know i feel like saturn return is really that time when things get like shaken up and you're like oh wait i don't think i want any of these things anymore and when that happens, it's it's very jarring. But if you can make it through and not yeah. go back to the life before, I mean, the rewards that you reap are incredible. As you know, you, yeah, you, you've experienced. Yeah, I I was honor roll student. Always, you know, I was I didn't really get in trouble. I was a good worker, employee of the month, and then suddenly I became unemployable. I became, people started to describe me as diva. You know, I've never, you know, I was never really described as a diva. That, that was it. You know, I was not the diva. I was like the Girl Scout. And so I started to shift into that. And, and first I felt bad. So I would experience, I was experiencing anxiety and depression because of these shifts and mm -hmm, how yeah. I, and, and because now I had this need, because before I, I could people please and be fine. But now it was like the resentment was building. Oh, you just yeah. feel it just shows up very differently and it feels awful. Yeah. And I was like, no, you can't talk to me this way. No, I don't. And people are like, you weren't always this sensitive. It was like, no. It, Rude, it's just, sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and even now, and so now that I'm in my 30s, right? And now that I'm in a higher tax bracket, I'm also making more shifts. Mm -hmm. um, and and now my leadership is on a public display, not just with family members or friends. Like now this this shift is now on the Internet. And um, I remember I knew I was like coming up against a really big shift or things were getting really good because that's when people come to me and start saying, oh, are you going to be different when you're rich? Or, wow. <laughs> like, and, and people are they like, feel yeah. the energy. They, they yeah. can see that they can because that 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 new alignment in frequency, like that's what it feels like when you're going to hit like the superstar track. Yeah, they 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 really sense it. And I'm like, 
I don't know what you mean, but I'm still going to I'm I'm going to put myself first even more. So now I'm really I was kind of like a recovering people pleaser. Now it's like um sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that's we, that's you, how you receive it, you know? It's like I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm now I, that's how I apologize <laughs> like for mm. for I'm like I'm sorry that you feel that way, but this is my life and this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um with my parents, you know, standing up to them, having mm-hmm. boundaries like Oh, boundaries. Ba- boundaries with the immigrant parents yeah like i and recently like I, I i tell i told my mom like you know she was calling me to to complain and like oh, have a session yes. and stuff like that mm-hmm. like you know about like you know how you, your parents like they made me into a tiny adult i was the eldest so i didn't really have a childhood so i've been reparenting myself mm. and so we're getting into that and then so now i'm a healer she sees like oh see like she can continue to I'm like no they paid me. <laughs> I, I'm not emotional dumping ground. I said, I don't want to talk. So I said to her, I said, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I have a lot on my plate. And she's like, okay. And, and I was able to do that very calmly. And, and I, I've gotten to the point where it's not me like kind of being sounding like a whiny teenager, <laughs> like leave me alone. I don't want to do it. It's like, Hey, I have a lot on my plate. This isn't yeah. really something I want to talk about right now. And people know that, or I'll say, or I'll just remove myself from situations or from people. I say, um, hey, I know that you're, it's, I don't know what fun shade is or um, sassiness is, but we are not on a reality show. Either you are a safe place for me or not. If you're my friend, then this should be a safe place for me to express my emotions, mm-hmm. express, express my opinions. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're not all going to have the same opinions, but I shouldn't feel like I'm not free to to share my opinions with you if you are my friend. So, you know, I'm very open now. And then if that person doesn't seem receptive to it, then all right, then that's it. Mm, and I feel like I feel like people are unnecessarily dramatic because of uh, the entertainment that we watch is just so excessively dramatic and people don't realize like how that's influencing their subconscious and unconscious. Yeah. It's like we are living in the Western world, right? And we are in our thirties and most, and most of my friends now make over $200,000 a year. That is a very, that's a very small minority in the U S. So we are very, very um, privileged whether we have other marginalized identities, we are still very, very privileged. So there's no reason, um, and we're healthy, you know, able-bodied individuals. And I'm, I'm very aware, and I'm, I'm very aware of this because I, I live in gratitude, you know? And I used to never be like that, but now I'm very, very grateful for even the smallest things like, oh, finding the perfect plum, like, oh my gosh, this plantain was right perfectly ripe two days later. Like I, I live in gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so when I come across people that seem to find the littlest things to be upset about or to nitpick, I, I say, I state my case. And if they continue to do it, I, I leave the space. 
And it's very powerful. I think it's it's easy to think that oh, this is just how life is. This is how a person is. But you don't need to have that in your life. I definitely know people who all they do is complain. And I'm like, okay, your life is really good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just their personality. And sure, like they can live that way if they want. But I don't. And so I don't want to be exposed to that energy because you know, even if you don't talk about energy. You know, you're just talking about what they talk about, and that's just you know the topic of conversation. It it drags you down. Yeah, it was just really dragging me down, and I noticed that. And then I started to feel it, like if we have to meet up or do something, and I would just be like, I would rather not. I like the space that I'm in now. And then in terms of personality too, like I know that from where I was in 2015, 2016. I know you can change, and I know that it would be for their benefit to change, not even just for mine. It would be for their benefit to change. All those things that they are complaining about would would disappear. Go away. <laughs> yeah, they would. It would really go away, just like mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm not one to preach to people. I don't want to be that person that forces people. Like like I said, I don't, I don't want to hard sell anyone. So I just know I put up that boundary with my energy as well and my、mm. presence. And so, what other spiritual practices do you have? What other tools are you using? I know you use、um, obviously hypnotherapy、um, as well as、uh, NLP. But you know, what does your like daily morning and evening ritual look like? Sure. So I really have been drawn to the su- sunlight. Just really getting enough sunlight, and I've I've noticed the difference. I try to get at least like three hours of sun, direct sun, like being outside. So I go outside even if it's cold.、Mm-hmm. I I just bundle up and I am outside, and that really grounds me. And I try to be outside before I even get to. I'm I'm outside before I'm in front of my computer.、Mm. The, the my, way it should be, honestly. Yeah, I I noticed if you shift that, like I I one time I actually、um, forgot and I I don't know what was what I was doing, but <laughs> I was looking at my email in bed and it just threw off my day. I was just like, what is going on? So I was like, okay, that was just a reminder not to do that. And so now, as soon as I wake up, I make my bed. I never used to make my bed、um, as someone would. But it's like I start to hack my dopamine. That's something that you can definitely do if you're someone that has been diagnosed with ADHD. You can start to to incorporate these habits, and it's very easy. It's much easier too with ADHD to start to do these things. So I started to make my bed when I moved into this new place for my Instagram stories.、Oh. So <laughs> so、um, that so I would post my Instagram stories, and I would post. My first message of the day to my audience, and then people, I would get feedback from there. So that was like dopamine for me. And then、um, eventually, of course, I, I got tired of posting, <laughs> like I do.、Mm-hmm. But the habit of making my bed in the morning stuck. So now I just, I just because dopamine is not really about like making you feel good. It's just you feel compelled to do something. So、it's、now the thing before it's not it, the actual action; it's the anticipation of it. Exactly, and so now I make my bed, and、um, dopamine I, hit. <laughs> dopamine <laughs> hit exactly, and then I run outside, and I、um, I listen to audio books. I listen to a, 
a, a high vibe playlist because I try not to listen to um, take on like other take on the artist's traumas mm-hmm. with their music, you know? Yeah. Yes. Um, so like I do like some mainstream music, but I'll just use it for TikTok or something. But mm-hmm. for my daily walks, I listen to positive um, music or audio books. And during my showers, I listen to subliminals. Um, when I'm getting ready in the morning, I listen to my subliminals. The daytime one, the um, it's upbeat more upbeat tempo during the day. And when I'm getting ready for bed at night, as I'm stretching, I listen to my nighttime subliminal. And I also listen to it overnight. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I will do, depending on how I feel, I'll do a hypnosis or a meditation. Mm. And what do you do if you get stuck in a rut, like in a, in a, in a mindset, in a thought loop that you don't like, like what gets you out of it these days? Or do you even experience that anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. I was just I was just in one um, last week actually, because uh, I was it, it was just something that I was I was dealing with professionally, and so I was very I was feeling very negative and resentful, mm-hmm. and so I was like I need to shift this energy. So I picked one of my programs to shift my energy, and I and I just so I did. So I started to do the um, morning meditation, subliminals during the day. I, I cr- curated um, a YouTube playlist to play in the background as I worked. I didn't watch any reality TV or anything. I just watched positive YouTube videos and listened to audiobooks. I just kind of st- I just shifted in doing a mental diet. I didn't um, I didn't talk to people that usually like complain or make me feel bad. Um, I, I spent a lot of time outside, but not in public spaces, like at different parks. Um, I started to cook more versus like ordering out, just really kind of resetting my frequency and, and just took a, a week to do that. So, so I always um, have like a week. And then in October, I was really, really feeling weird. So I took an entire month off from social activities. Mm. So I didn't really go out or anything. And I never, I usually do like maybe a few days or a weekend off, but I just took the entire month off because I felt so off. It was just so off. So that helped me really recenter. And then last week I felt a little bit of residual stuff. So I recentered again. And so now I'm back and I feel so much better, but just really taking that time to consume things that were high vibrational, whether it's speaking to people, watching something, reading something, um, whatever I was eating. I started just eating a lot of Nigerian food. Like I just really looked at all areas of consumption and that really Mm. reset me. Yes, uh, energetic cleansing and reset of the whole mind body and soul yeah yeah oh and i and i started to sweat more i did high and very good yes yeah i did high intensity workouts just to to sweat some some more just because i was like oh and it kind of like make me feel a little physical pain so Mm -hmm. i'm to ground me because i was very in my head yes so that helped as well Oh, very, very inspiring. Um, And also, I'm sure lots of people will 
take some of the things that you shared and incorporate that into their own daily rituals and routines. It's always lovely to kind of hear for someone who helps other feel others feel, um, you know, lift up into a higher frequency, shifting their mindsets. Like, hmm, what do they do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I I definitely do take on oh an energy cord cutting with um, mm. individuals that you felt have been draining you. That's try to do that. Important to do that. Not just, you know, like people do it after breakups or, you know, close relationships, but it's something that one can do pretty frequently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I actually, because I went viral on TikTok Mm -hmm. and a lot of people were sending me their energy. So Mm -hmm. I had to do, yeah, yeah, so I had to do a massive cord cutting for every everything and I called back my power Mm, yeah that helped too yeah for myself I do um like a bubble meditation in the morning and in the evening and sometimes I'll do that reset throughout the day as well especially if I if I have uh, client sessions I always do it before and after but just putting that protective bubble that shield over me like is extremely helpful just because you're right like you don't know who's like thinking of you looking at your stuff uh and it it uh, even a few years ago, I'd have been like, this is crazy. But now I'm like, no, I really feel it. I feel a very big difference in how my day goes when I do it in the morning and also the type of sleep that I get in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep really it makes a difference for sure. <laughs> OK, Juliet. So for those who want to connect with you and want to take some of your courses, subliminals, how do they find you? You can find me on YouTube at Juliet C. And I'm also on Instagram at um, Juliet C. Aboto. And I'm also on TikTok at Million Dollar Hypnotist. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. I've learned a lot. And it was so lovely to connect with you today. You too. Thank you for having me. Spirituality has really transformed my life. It was something that I was always looking for, but didn't know that I needed. And and that's what I was searching for. It's helped me to really come home to myself, to develop more faith in my own abilities, as well as trusting that everything will be okay. Because ultimately, if that's the conversation, the narrative that's happening in your head, then everything will be okay. And being a spiritual person and having a spiritual practice allows me to be more clear, be more grounded, and to just feel more safe in my body and my mind. And it has helped me to cultivate a mindset that helps me grow and helps me feel expansive and abundant than, let's say, like scarcity or feeling anxious, like it's just allowed me to be in a better mental headspace. And I know that when you're going through a spiritual awakening, or kind of just like, you know, in the beginning stages of dabbling it or really diving deep, it can feel pretty overwhelming. And know that I'm always here for you. So you can message me on Instagram or text me on my hotline, which is at 202-918-3414. If you find that you need more support and you would like to work with me one-on-one, I have my career clarity readings, which will help you 
figure out your next steps in your career or creating a business. And then if you want to work with me longer term to really have a transformative experience or have someone kind of support you as you're going through a transition, you can work with me in three month segments or in a six month container. Those are options for you. And I see the transformation within the first few weeks of us working together. And I'm just always so grateful that I'm able to help people figure out what they want to do in their lives, figure out the businesses they want to create. Because I know it's not easy. I've done it myself. And really my why, my life's mission is to help people move into alignment and help people, you know, live a better life and start the businesses that they are scared to start, but they need to start. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to one of these episodes, please send it their way. And if you haven't done so already, I would super appreciate a five-star rating. It would mean so much to me. Thank you so much. And I will see you soon.